podcast with Allie and Kelsey, or Kelsey and Allie. I never know which way to say it. I don't know. I just feel like, I don't know which one's like more natural, but. I've been thinking about that because I've been saying it different ways. What's on our picture? I don't know. I think it's Kelsey and Allie. Yeah, I think it is too. Because I feel like maybe longer goes first. But anyway, that's a <laughs> Um, an insight into my everyday thinking. Well, what about this? But anyways, welcome back. Um, today we're going to be diving into the topic of dating and what that looks like in the generation we live in, but in like our culture, but also like how that fits in with like our beliefs and stuff like that. But before we dive into that, we kind of decided that it would be best to do like some sort of like lighthearted like personality game or something like that to kind of let y'all get to know us better if you don't personally know us and so I've been seeing these sibling challenges on Facebook and yes we're not siblings we know that but we're gonna go through and like talk about who's more of each thing so I have them on my phone so we're gonna talk about it okay this one's funny we can start off with who's more petty you. I'm more petty. Yes. Your middle name is Petty Betty. I just think that, well, sometimes I say I am petty because at points you just have to be, but I don't know. I mean, yeah, I guess between both of us, I am. I mean, I feel like if I'm, like, if I'm mad, like, I'm not petty about it. Like, I'm just up front, like. No, I do it on purpose. Yeah. You're like, I'm going to be petty about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Who is the better cook? Not me. Me, definitely. I cook a lot. I don't Now cook. that I've moved out, I cook. Like, I'm hungry. So, I cook because it's <laughs> cheaper than eating out. So, I guess it would be me. And I like to bake, though. I like to bake more, but I cook more because I need real food more than dessert. I just... When I cook, like, I, like, get, like, this motivation to go cook. And then when I finish, it's just not as good as I want it to be. And so then it just makes me mad. But, I don't know. Okay. Who's the most outspoken? You. Yeah. Because (laughs) I'm not up front or uh, aggressive about stuff. Like, I won't, like state my opinion because I'm too worried something might happen or whatever but like if it's like a small group of friends or something like that I'm definitely gonna you know tell them and be honest with them but like I'm not like bold about certain stuff yeah so you're definitely more outspoken I just feel like what's the point in not saying it like if you want to say it say it but I also don't ever think through like I don't think and say should I say this? Typically, it should, it's already out of my mouth. Like, I've already said it. Oh, no, yeah. I think about every scenario. <laughs> so, all the scenarios that might be possible that could happen after I say my comment, they'll sure be in there. And you also in my head. know that if I start something with, well, I'm about to just be honest. I'm sorry for whatever is about to come out of my mouth because I'm just going to be brutal. Okay, next one. Um... Who's the over-exaggerator? Me. I mean, I will just claim it. Because most people say I'm super extra, and I know it makes your 
And I know, like, a lot of people, somebody the other day was like, what does extra mean? Like, if somebody's like, I'm like, you're so extra. They're like, extra? Like, what are you talking about? Like, big? I'm like, extra as in, like, over the top, dramatic. So, if any of y'all out there don't know what I mean, like, when I'm so extra, I'm very extra. If something hurts me, it killed me. If something makes me cry... I'm on the ground, like, <laughs> I just banged like just, my hand. Like, just now she's probably about to cry because she just banged her hand on the table. <laughs> but, like, I'm just very extra and over the top, and I'll claim it because that's just part of my personality. Yeah. Um, okay, who's the most stubborn? You. Yeah. I can only be stubborn if it, like, really, really killed me over like if something like really hurt me really really bad then I'll be stubborn but like Kelsey one little person does something to her she's like well I'll never talk to them again and I'm like how can you even <laughs> drop people like I'm not kidding like, this is not a good quality this is not one of the things that I'm going to be like you should be doing this in your life because I understand that it's probably not the most healthy thing that I do but like it is so simple for me to drop somebody like if I feel like in any way, shape, or form that you are causing me any type of annoyance or harm, like, peace out, I guess. I don't know. I'm and there's stubborn. where we are the exact <laughs> opposite. So if you need two different opinions on that, contact us. Because <laughs> I am literally the exact opposite of that. Like, I'm like, how can you even leave somebody? Like, they need help or they need someone to be there for them. So, no matter how many times I get stuck to the ground or they hurt me, here here I be. But we give so. other advice in that, too, because I'm, like, telling her, I'm, like, drop them. And she's, like, Kelsey, you should probably call that person and apologize. Yeah. Give them always another chance. Because <laughs> God's the God of another chance. Anyway. Okay. Thanks. No. Don't I'm not saying, I'm not saying <laughs> it like that. I mean, I feel like I give way too many chances because I don't set boundaries. But we talked about that last episode. But I don't set boundaries, so they have 18,000 chances to keep hurting me. Because you can still be nice and friendly and not yeah. just cut people out without being letting them be your BFF forever. Yeah. Okay, this one I actually really don't know. I don't know the answer, but we can talk about it. Who can keep a secret the best? That's hard. Yeah, I feel like both of us can really keep yeah. secrets. It just depends on the motivation of the secret. Like, if it's something very secret, I'm obviously going to keep that secret. But if it's something that they didn't, like, specifically say, like, you can tell no one. Yeah. Then I might tell somebody. But, like, if they're, like, this stays between us only and, like, this really would, like, hurt me if it got out or something like that, then obviously I'm not going to go tell anybody. Yeah. So I guess it really does depend on, like, the severity. But I feel like you're a lot in the same in that. Yeah. I'm, I am, like, if somebody's like, this cannot get out, like, we can't talk about it, I'm just telling you, well, obviously, I'm not going to be, like, shattered off the rooftops, but at the same time, I have a problem, like, if they don't say that, and I, like, somebody brings it up, I'm going to talk, like, I don't know, it sounds bad, mm-hmm. but if they don't say it's a big old secret, then, I don't know, I'm it all depends. I'm on not going to share me, people's but business, but at the same time, like, I don't know. I feel like we're pretty equal in yeah. Okay, I have two more. So, um, who keeps in touch the most? Probably you. 
I don't know. But mm-hmm. it's like you, but then when you're busy, like, it's not as much you. Yeah, I forget. I'm a very forgetful person. And also at my job, I can't not touch my phone, like, at all. So that, like, puts a really big boundary because if I'm working for eight hours or six hours or whatever, then I can't be on my phone, like, those whole six hours. And so, like, I'm really bad about staying in touch. And then after work, I'm so exhausted that I forget to, like, talk to people. But, like, if it's a person, like, I haven't seen in a really long time, then I'm really good about saying, like, randomly, like, hey, how are you? Even when they might not even be thinking about me. So, I feel like I am good about that. Yeah, I've already kind Especially of talked in about situations. I'm just, like, an out of sight, out of mind type of person. But at the same time, like, I don't know. Like, I've, I feel like I've done, like, a decent job. Like, we talk, you know, throughout the week randomly or we'll just chat or whatever. I've got a few friends that are not close, like, li- like my, I don't know, like, distance, I guess. And, like, they live in different cities and stuff. And I do, like, a decent job of, like, trying to talk to them throughout the week. But it is hard whenever we're busy. But, I don't know. I guess it just depends on the circumstance and what's going on. But, okay, last one. <laughs> who Who is liable to fight anyone? You. It depends on if I'm really mad, though. Because people, like, be like, will you fight them for me? And I'm like, yeah, I will. But so you're, like, like you're more loyal. to fight all the time. Yeah, and you- I'm not, like, I'm not about to fight anybody. Unless it's, like... They really hurt my friend. Then I'm, like, coming at them. Like, especially, like, boyfriends with girls. We will go wreck their car, egg them, whatever we need to do. But, like, you're about to fight, like, like, tomorrow. I'm, like, I hear one thing, and I'm, like, okay, who I need to find out. Like, (laughs) that's just my reaction. Like, um, I have to tell the story. So, those of you, some of you may know him, some of you don't. But there's a guy named Cole. Me and him, we just talk about all the time how, like, people just think we hate each other. But, like, we're really kind of like brother and sister because of the way that we treat each other. But he's, like, the first one. If you were to ask him about my personality, he's going to say she's crazy. She'll fight anybody. She ain't scared. And, like, just because we fight all the time. And, like, literally the other day we were just standing there having, like, a casual conversation. And I just, like, walked up to him and, like, lowered my shoulder and, like, form tackled him and he was like why'd you do that and I was like I don't know I just wanted to and he was like that doesn't make sense Kelsey why are you trying to fight me right here we're in the middle of church I don't know yeah not me okay so now after we play that game hopefully you know it's a little bit better but we're gonna transition to the actual topic for today um, we reached out to a few friends and just wanted to hear from them about what they wanted us to talk about. And so, in this case, um, we heard a lot of people talking about how they wanted us to talk about dating and singleness and things like that. And just like where we're at, because like most of you know, because of what we talked about in our very first episode, we're both single we're in that stage of life together, so I uh, just talk about how we are um, navigating dating and this like culture that we live in because it is it's just difficult. But mm-hmm. I don't know. You want to start us off? Yeah, I can. Um, 
So I guess to give you like a, I don't know, not a backstory, but like, I guess kind of like where we are. So for me, right now in this stage, it's like really confusing. So like the past two years or so, I guess, I've had like a bunch of like, I've heard this word and I'm going to use this term and then I'm going to kind of explain what it is. So I've had like a bunch of situationships is what people like refer to them as. And I'll call that flirtationships. That's what I call it. It's like (laughs) where you don't date somebody, but you talk to them for like a while. So like one guy I talked to for like six months and one guy I talked to for like two and then four, blah, blah, blah. And so like through that time, you like really start to find out who they are because you're not like exclusive and you're not like boyfriend and girlfriend, but you're just like kind of figuring out like who you are. And so that's kind of like mainly what my dating life has been like. And I think a big reason is because I never allow it to go further than that because I usually cut the people off, which I'm really bad about slowly like ghosting the person. And if you don't know what ghosting is, it's like where you just slowly stop talking to that person then you become like nothing anymore. Um, And so like that's been like a big thing for me recently. And like the hardest thing for like me in the dating world is – like, waiting to have sex until marriage, because, like, in high school, in college, you know, like, wherever you are, I mean, even when you're, like, a young adult, I think that's, like, a huge thing in relationships, and it's, like, so, like, clearly stated, and, like, in the Bible, and, like, in my values, and all of that, that you are not supposed to have sex before marriage, and, like, I want to have sex with, like, one person, and wait for that, and, not to I just think it's the right person or whatever, but until I'm in that, like, sacred me and them, like, scenario. And I just feel like that's just really, really hard to find, like, in this culture because everything's okay and you can do whatever you want. And that's, like, not the lifestyle that I live. And it's just, like, really hard to stay true to that when dating because most guys, I mean, even girls don't want to wait they just don't and so I feel like that's really hard and I was talking to my roommates literally right before I left this last weekend and we were just talking about you know I'm talking to this one guy right now and it's just really weird because like I freak myself out so much like psych myself out whenever they like ask me to hang out because my immediate reaction when people do Like, when guys do, I'm like, what are your intentions? And I feel like that's a big thing that, like, really needs to be, like, talked about and focused on are what people's intentions are in dating. Because I feel like your intentions lead to, like, the outcome of dating. And I think it's really important that they stay fully focused on God. And so, like, I feel like that's a lot of things, like, girls and guys really struggle with, like, in the, like, Christian world living in like the worldly world and um it's hard to remember like or to make your intentions pure and to like try to fully put God first in each relationship and I also feel like that starts with I know because I can talk about it like starts with like you first like you have to focus on yourself first and like make sure you're going the right way before you can even find a guy because I feel like a lot of reasons why right now why I haven't found like you know, my soulmate, because it's, like, a really big deal, like, people, like, in college, like, why have you not, like, found the one, and why are you not, like, dating anybody, because I feel like I need to focus on me right now, 
and I need to focus on what I'm looking for because I need to make sure like I don't like have that temptation because temptation is like a big thing like I don't have that temptation like I'm focusing on God and what he wants for me and like I'm following him with my whole heart until I can commit myself to somebody else yeah I think I don't know we're kind of in the same place but different we have different experiences but with me like I was single for like my whole life like literally and um then to well not this past summer but the summer before I started dating this guy and it was kind of one of those things where like he had had feelings for me for a while and I'm very closed off and I don't like emotions I'm not an emotional person and so um I just kind of come off of one of those situationships or flirtationships whatever you want to call it and I'd had feelings for this person for a long period of time and he had eventually just shut me down and was like this is not going to happen and so I came back to this guy and he had had feelings for so long and I was like you know what maybe I should give it a try because he's a good guy he was a a good guy and Mm -hmm. Allie can yeah I've known him. him for like eight years or whatever so like I knew he was a good person yeah so she's like he is a good guy like try it you know whatever and I'm like sure like I'll try it well like something that was I guess I should have immediately been like this is a red flag I should have explained myself to him but I didn't was that like because he had had feelings for so long he was so certain on his feelings and he was so certain on his intentions and so going in, it was the whole date to marry, which is how it should be. I'm not saying that that's not how it should be, but that's how it should be. And he was going in saying, I am going to marry you. That is why I'm here, and that's why I'm dating you. And me being me, I'm not an emotional person. It takes a while for me to catch feelings. It takes a while for me to be sure on my feelings. And then also it just takes, for me, it takes somebody special for me to want to stick around for a real relationship and anyways so fast forward I got two months down the road and God had just laid it heavy on my heart that I was not in that relationship for the right reasons I was kind of just there to be in a relationship and to look like I had it together but I realized soon that I was not there and just like Allie had said you know that I could comment on it's like you have to work on yourself before you're ready mm-hmm. for marriage and you're ready to date to marry. And so I've been single now for almost, well, I guess a year and a half. And it's been an interesting time. It's not like been all daffodils and roses and happiness and sunshine. Like It's not like that because, of course, I want to be like, everyone else and I want to have the desire to get married I do desire to get married but I want to be desiring like a relationship and right now I'm just kind of in this I don't know any other way to put it but just kind of like a selfish stage where I'm like I'm working on myself I am trying to find myself and find who I am and prepare myself for like Allie was talking about like temptation and stuff like that like if my heart is not ready for temptation why would I put myself in a line for temptation in a relationship you're gonna have temptation and I'm not saying that every relationship is doomed and that you're going to be tempted because that's not true but like when you're dating someone and 
you know, whatever, you're going to, like, like, most people eventually when they're dating, they kiss and they, like, hold hands or whatever, cuddle, whatever, and then you're leading to more and you have to set up those boundaries. Yeah, that's, like, a big thing. Like, I've been talking about a lot with my friends recently because one of them was, like, I just don't think you'll ever find, like, a virgin or anything like that. And I was like, hold up. I They also asked me, like, is that the only thing I'm looking for? And I was like, A, no. But B, like, obviously I'm never going to limit who God's going to bring into my life because I don't know. I don't know who's my soulmate. I don't know who he has planned for me. But the thing, like, with temptation, with boundaries, we all suffer from it. I suffer from temptation. Kelsey, everybody. Everybody is tempted in some way. Um, But, like, the thing is, is that both people together have to have the same boundaries in mind. Mm -hmm. It can't just be me all the time saying, like, we're not going to do this. We're not going to do this. We need to draw the line at this. Blah, 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 blah. Me and him together both have to say, this is what we want in a relationship. We are not going to cross this line because I think that's the thing. Like, they, the outside world sees it fail all the time because only one person in the relationship has the ideas that, or the values that are good. One person is pulling all the time and then that person usually gets pulled in or get, or caves or whatever and that's why they're like, well, they didn't stay. Um, they didn't not have sex or they didn't or they didn't draw the line because and they were like good Christians and all that. And I like would think about it and I'm like, well, one person had the values and the other person didn't. So I think that's a big thing and a big like thing to like look for is to make sure you and the person that you're dating has the same like, values and boundaries and all of that. Like, y'all have to decide together, we're going to draw the line at this. And I think it's a big, it's a very mutual thing. Because one person cannot pull the whole weight because you will fail. I mean, it's just set yourself up for failure and to just fall into that temptation. And I think also, though, you have to have those same values because there are going to be days, like, I, I can just see it, you know, picture it in your mind, like, there are going to be days when you're not as strong as the other person. And there's going to be days that you fall to temptation when they don't. So the other person, whoever it is, like there are going to be days my future boyfriend is going to have to be like, no, Kelsey, we're not crossing that boundary. And there are going to be days when I'm like, no, we're not crossing that boundary. And it has to be a mutual thing and a mutual agreement because we're not going to be strong 100% of the time. That's just, that's our flesh. We're not strong people. And so, if one's weak and one's strong, then, and when that day that person's weak, the other weak person is going to convince them to do whatever they've been asking the entire time. Because that's when, it's not necessarily that, like it is that one person's pulling the weight, but at the end of the day, a lot of times whenever this kind of stuff happens, it's because one person has always been the weak person, and one person has always been the strong person, but then that one day you catch them off guard, and that the strong person no longer can stand. And I think having the strong, like, for us, you know, we're both women, so, like, we're looking for the strong, like, leader in a male that's going to be able to stand up for the boundaries that we have put in place. And 
while we're on the topic of boundaries, it's not just physical boundaries either. It's emotional boundaries. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, you don't owe the guy that you've been on one date with your entire life story. Like, you don't. Like, (laughs) I mean, some people think you do, but you don't. And uh, I am on the side of I have too many boundaries and I build up walls. But um, I think they're good to have boundaries and you grow to start knocking them down until eventually when they're your spouse and there are none left. I would say she has too many boundaries, but, and I'm the the complete opposite. I have none at all. So, like, I mean, I have physical boundaries, but emotional, absolutely none. And so, that's... The thing is, like, I get so attached to, like, these situationships or whatever we're saying that I, like, have invested my energy, my time, my heart, my everything in that. And that's the thing, like, they've not stopped either. So, neither of us ever had those boundaries. That's why I knew I couldn't actually get into an actual physical or any sort of relationship with these people because they weren't strong. And I know that I can can be weak sometimes, and so I need that leader. Um, and so I feel like that's something, like, for us girls to, like, really be looking at. But also for guys about looking for the other person that's also strong, too. Yeah, because, I mean, at the end of the day, like, yeah, most women are not, not weak, but they're, they're desiring a leader. Mm-hmm. Then there's me, but... That's a whole different story. I'm just a different type of woman, I guess. I mean, I desire a leader. Don't get me wrong. But, like, I like to make my own decisions and things like that. But anyways, um, the men, you're desiring a woman that's going to be able to be strong for you when you're not strong. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, because even though most people don't like to admit it, yeah, sure, it's in the spotlight that men struggle with you know, sexual temptation, but so do women. Like, yeah, if for you, sure. If you go around and, like, I could tell you, I mean, obviously I'm not going to say like names, but, like, I've a lot of friends that struggle with that. And, like, they're girls, but it's just not in the spotlight as much. So, like, men, we need you to be strong, but women, you got to set your boundaries and be okay with them and, like, stay strong in them. And, um, I don't know, I think... This is an easy time to connect really quick to singleness because right now we're both in that stage. And I kind of wanted to like bring up some scripture just because I've been in this single stage of life for a while. And um, I have like certain scripture that like I just cling to. And whenever we first brought up talking about singleness, this is like the first things that came to my mind. But in Psalms 27, 14, it just says, Wait for the Lord, be strong, and let your heart take courage. Wait for the Lord. And while that relates to literally anything, like you're waiting on the Lord for everything, you're waiting on the Lord for His will, and you're waiting on the Lord for His plan, I think it really does connect to singleness because you shouldn't be out there searching high and low for a man. Like that's, that's not what we're called to do. We're called to just, I guess, search high and low for God and God's will and wait on Him for those for that plan. And then also, I have to talk about this one because this one is almost, it's almost like a pet peeve of mine because people take it out of context so much. And you feel free to comment, Allie, but 
uh, in Psalms 37, 4, it says, Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. And I love that verse, but I feel like a lot of people take that out of context, and they're immediately like, well, I desire a relationship tomorrow, so where's it at, God? And that's not yeah. how it works, because mm-hmm. I think it's very important that you're like, supposed to be delighting yourself in the Lord, which means that you are in his word and you're in his will. And when you're in his will, you, your desires of your heart will be parallel to the desires of God's heart. Mm -hmm. And so I do believe that like, if you have the desire to get married and you are seeking Jesus with your whole heart, that he will fulfill that desire. It's not promised just because if you look at the disciples and People like that. Not all of them got married, but um, I do think that the more that you are delighting in the Lord and you're spending time with Him, the more your you, the desires of your heart will parallel with God and His plan for you. And so I, that's where it kind of connects. The desires of your heart will be fulfilled if your heart's desires are parallel with Jesus's. Um, and talking about that, like, I do also want to talk about singleness for a minute, and the thing about it all is that whenever you're single, you can get lonely, and I know that's a big thing that, like, a lot of people struggle with. They get so, like, down on themselves, and, oh, I'm never going to find a guy, or I'm never going to find a girl, and I'm just so depressed because I don't have anybody, blah, blah, blah. But the thing is, is that, like, in that loneliness, you have to seek God full, wholeheartedly because you can get so down and so, like, oh, I don't have a boyfriend, I don't have a girlfriend, like, all my friends do, blah, blah, blah. But, like, the biggest thing is, is that, like, don't forget your worth and, like, just accept a guy or accept a girl just because you're lonely. That place is where you, that's, like, where we see people lose their boundaries and their morals and their values and it's because they're so lonely that they're okay with backing down to those like they don't want to hold true to themselves because they'd rather have someone but that's so dangerous and we're not downplaying those emotions no because I get lonely like sometimes I'll just be like well well I guess I don't have anyone tonight so maybe I should text like this old guy up or whatever you know like or you get so lonely or just like, well, why can I just go find this random guy or whatever or a guy I know. But the thing is, is that I remember that their intentions aren't good. And so that would mean my intentions aren't good by just going to like seek out somebody just to, you know, have a boy or whatever. So I think it's really important like in your single singleness, it's fully your time to do what you want with Jesus And so, I feel like you really need to strengthen your faith then. So, in a relationship, it can be healthy and it can be good. And you just to fully, like, grow in your singleness. And I think finding somebody to hold you accountable in that. Because Allie knows. She can vouch for this for sure. There was, like, I have a bad habit of when I get lonely, I don't, like, get sad. I just get bored. And then I will try to hit up old people that I used to talk to or people that I've like ghosted in the past and like I'll never forget one day I was literally in Allie's room and this one guy that I'd had feelings for for like a few months um 
he had just kind of like shut down the situation. He was like British friends, whatever. And literally, Allie like left the room and I went and like I hit up a guy, my old contacts and whatever. And she came back and in the room and I told her that I did that. And she got so mad and I was like, I'm sorry. I just, I just wanted to talk to him. And she's like, Kelsey, stop. You're, you're just doing that because you're bored. And like loneliness is real. Like, yeah. That's just us being like, like me being completely vulnerable. I struggle with that. Like I will talk to old, pe- old people that I used to talk to, just to fulfill that little bit of loneliness. But like that's not where we need to be at. Obviously, I'm very aware of that, and thankfully, like I have people like Allie in my life that are like Kelsey. That's not healthy. Stop trying to go back to people that you know did like it didn't work the first time. Why do you think it's gonna work now? But, um. What were you even saying? Uh, I was was saying, but find people in your life that can hold you accountable. Know the habits that you have. Oh, yes. And, like, let them in on your life because, obviously, you're not going to be vulnerable with the whole wide world. Well, I guess I just kind of did. But most people aren't going to be, like, vulnerable Mm -hmm. with the whole world. But you can find those few people that are strong in their relationship with Jesus and just... Like, let them in on that part of your life so that when you're lonely, you have someone to talk to and they are there to help you not go back to the old habits. Because, like, that was something I did that was probably, like, six months ago or more that that specific thing, story happened. But, um, like, now I feel like I'm a little bit better about reaching out to people I shouldn't be reaching out to. It's, it's okay if you reach out and you say, like, hey, I just wanted to say, like, I'm praying for you or whatever. But, obviously, it just goes back to where your heart's at and where your intentions are. Yeah, and I just don't. Like, I just choose not to bring people back into my life because it's so hard for me to let people go. So, I, like, know that I shouldn't text them because my personality, like. And that's based on your personality. bring back up everything. And, like, one more, like, really big last thing that I want to say. I know this podcast has gone kind of long. Um, I just feel like we had a lot to talk about and for y'all to get to know us a little more. But is that, like, girls, make sure, like, a guy is pursuing you. Mm-hmm. Do not just, like, run after the next guy and the next guy and the next guy. Like, make sure, like, they want you. Because, like, you have to remember that, like, you, if you're saved, like, you are a child of God, like, Jesus literally died for you, like, he gave his entire life, like, it literally says, like, you're worth more than rubies and everything else, like, you are so treasured and so loved, and I know, like, so many people need need to hear that, but, like, you are worth so much, so please don't settle, do not settle, and make sure that you literally are remembering your worth constantly, especially in that singleness, it's so easy to just oh, well, I'll just settle for this guy because I'm lonely or whatever. Do not settle. Remember your worth and, like, let them pursue you because that is a big thing now guys don't do. Oh, they'll just slide to the DMs and then they want you to, like, go after them and love them and all that. But, no, like, make sure he's trying and that he actually cares and then, you know, find out his intentions and all that, like, as it goes on. But just always remember that you are loved and you are worth so much more than that, you know, trashy boy that you just want to be with because you don't 
want to be single anymore. So I think that's a big thing. And, like, one last thing before we go, I just wanted to make a mention. Um, we have this good friend from church. Her name is Italia. And literally, if you know her, she's the sweetest human on the entire planet. But anyway, she was talking yesterday on her Instagram about um, how she had just been dealing with some, like, I guess just kind of mean people and, like, you know, criticizing her for her looks or her being uh, shy or whatever it may have been. But I really liked the way she connected it to a verse in First Peter just about how your beauty is from within. And so while you're, whether you're single or in a relationship or married or whatever it is, remember that that's where your beauty comes from. And I think she said it beautifully just the way that she connected it to where our true beauty is. And it's not outer things. It's not how we look or how we act. But it's the the love we show and just things like that. Just all about who we are on the inside and how we reflect Jesus on the outside in our daily walk and just how that's what's beautiful. And so whether you're single, in a relationship, dating, whatever you may be, remember that, I guess. I just wanted to like give her a little shout out because I thought her post was beautiful, just how she worded it and how she, even in on a hard day when someone may have said mean things to her or about her, um, she remembered her true worth and who she is and how she is a child of God and how, you know, Outer beauty is deceitful, but beauty from within is beautiful. I guess that is beautiful. And mm-hmm. just uh, remember that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I feel like this was like a really important topic, like in the world, around us, for us, and everything. And I think it's always really cool to hear other people's perspectives on it. Yeah. So for everybody listening. So, anyways. So just remember that we're always looking for new topics to talk about, and we would love it if you helped us out by giving us a few ideas. We're hoping to continue to get these episodes out quickly, like pretty consistently, I guess you could mm-hmm. say. Um, and, but we always need help on picking topics because we don't want to talk about things that y'all don't want to hear about. Mm-hmm. And so if you've got any ideas or something maybe that you want to ask a question about or something you struggle with, or whatever it may be, please DM us, email us, whatever it may be. We would love to hear from you. So we are at Pull Up a Seat Podcast on Instagram, and our email is pullupaseat at gmail.com. Pull Up a Seat Podcast. Pull Up a Seat Podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> and I've been thinking about making like a Facebook group. Yeah. Or something like that. So that y'all could join it because I know a bunch of other podcasts that I listen to have those. And then so maybe we can like make it more prevalent on Facebook too. As well as Instagram. And so yeah, um, I think that's about it. I feel like it's been a really good podcast. Yeah. And also while we're talking about just social media and stuff like that, when we share this, feel free to share it on your Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, whatever it may be. Um, We are trying to share it a little bit more so that we can reach more people. Yes, tell Um, your friends. Yes, share it with your friends, your roommates, whoever you may be with in the moment. Um, We would love to have more people. And also, don't be shy. Reach out, whatever it may be. We love to hear from our listeners and just hear uh, what y'all have to say. So let us know. All right. Well, we'll see you on the flip side. See ya. Bye.